you really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they are fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches, dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it. And it's about helping you not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. And I can tell you that um, you are mission focused. I know you're purpose focused. And, and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with um, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. I'm Kenneth Travis, and I've got a special guest for you guys today. Wes Wyrick. Wes, say hi, my man. What's up, everybody? So Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, dude. It's always good having you uh, on the podcast. Uh, we get to hang out in Tennessee recently at the uh, Next Level Loan Officer event. And, uh, you know, just always good seeing you, man. You and Julie and uh, just the, the joy that you guys bring to my life is uh, is uh, second to none, dude. You guys are just awesome. So so thanks yeah. for, for being you, dude. Thanks, man. It's always a great time hanging out with you anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> we uh, we have a good time, don't we? We, have a good time. <laughs> we, do. we do. All right, so before we get started, uh, anyone, uh, as you guys know, um, uh, we have partnered with uh, Barry Habib, Next Level Loan Officers, with Barry Habib and MBS Highway. And uh, for you guys that don't know, uh, we've got the chartered membership that is coming to an end here soon. And uh, if you're looking to become a certified mortgage advisor, uh, something that we rolled out, Barry and his team, guys, 11 months, we prepared for this. Uh, Barry and his team, it was, it was awesome to watch the growth of this, um, of this certification. Uh, Wes, I know you're part of this as well. Um, just 30 years of like, you imagine that? Imagine Barry doing a brain dump of 30 years of, of market knowledge. And, uh, I'm ready yeah. for it, man. I'm ready yeah. for it. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, super exciting, it, man. I'm squeeze that 30 years in this brain, man. It'll give me a head start for <laughs> for the rest of the years. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's really a really pretty amazing stuff. So all you got to do is go to uh, becomeacma.com, uh, becomeacma.com. We have a special code for for our next level loan officer listeners. And it's uh, CMA next level loan officer N L L O. So it's C M A N L L O. Um, special code gets you some special pricing. It's for chartered members only. Again, guys, that's going to be coming to an end. Uh, the thing about CMA for me, Wes, is it's like, you know, I, I met Barry 15 years ago and I was looking to differentiate myself from the competition. I remember listening to him and saying, oh my goodness, if I could learn to walk and talk and be like Barry and come with that authority, I think I can, I think I can persuade realtors and bars to do business with me right i can mm. like like i sound educated and the reality is is it it does it gives you credibility right to have a to have a designation a cma designation that is credibility to say hey i've gone through special training to be a an advisor to my clients on a lot of different levels right knowing that the lowest rate isn't always the best deal knowing that the wrong strategy 
on the lowest rate can actually cost someone thousands of dollars. And just being able to speak powerfully about the market, how to read the market, what indicators, um, you know, we watch as the market shifts, right? And being able to to really speak this language to our borrowers and our, our realtor partners. Uh, I met with a realtor just this morning, and I was speaking on some some topics I'd learned from MBS Highway and and uh, CMA certification, and I could just see her looking at me just in awe, right, in amazement. So, anyway, that's my plug for CMA. I'm done, you guys. We got a special guest today, Wes Wyrick. Man, I love I love Wes, guys. I can't I can't emphasize how much I love Wes and uh, um, and his team. Um, and what we want to talk about today, Wes, is you know I like this theory, right, or this idea of there's a lot of originators in the marketplace. And listen, man, I'm always about helping the originator, right? And there's a lot of people that are stuck and they can't get out of the way of themselves. They think they're more important than they actually are. And they they see people be successful and they think that they have to work 70 or 80 hours a week to be successful. And that's simply not the case. And so I've got this title of our show today. It's going to be called the life of an LO superstar. Brother, because, yes, You're coming on with me. <laughs> the life of an LO superstar. And bro, you are, man. You're a superstar. You really are. And you live this amazing life. And man, I want to I wanna know what it looks like. Like, what does it look like for you? Like, if, you, if there's somebody that's maybe not as far down the river as you, what, like, what does your day look like today? I want to know that. And I mean, like, like your ideal day, right? And I know that some days are a little different, but for the most part, dude, I see you on the road traveling. Are you leave for 30 days? And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And I go, yeah, yeah, me and Judy, you know, the kids we took off for 30 days. So I'm, oh, okay. What, what does that look like? You know? And so just share a little bit about what your day looks like uh, in the mortgage business. Well, on a daily basis, I mean, it's, it's routine, but it's not routine, man. My day is different every day, but the meat potatoes of it is, um, is pretty much the same, but man, when I wake up now, um, Usually I get up, um, spend some time with the kids, you know, because they got the the homeschool going on in our in our area right now. So um, the uh, we're also teachers. So but we uh, we get up, set up the day with them, make sure that they are going to have an awesome day, too. You know, but like have a whole lot more family time on the front side where before I used to have to rush to work because I had things waiting for me. So I get up, get set up my day on my way over to the day uh, to the office or wherever I'm going for the day. I don't always have to come into the office, but sometimes I like to, you know, but I get in my head a lot. Right. And like I program myself to really um, own the day and crush the day. Right. So I listen to some very motivational podcasts and just some inspirational messages, kind of things that just kind of get my blood flowing. So when I'm on, dude, I'm on. Like I am on a hundred, but, um, rolling into the day. I mean, we just do a quick setup. Like I just check in with the team, what we got, what's hot, what's the fires. Do we have any issues, anything you need me for, you know? And I lean on the team very heavily because like I've empowered them, right. You know, I trust them. I surround myself with a team of tens that I know like, Hey, if they're coming to me with a problem, they just, they really need me. Right. They haven't been able to diffuse this themselves. Um, so I'd give them that attention that they need in the morning at that point, trust the system, trust the team. And I shift gears into strength and relationships. I take care of my customer number two, because we look at every, every transaction as we have two customers, right? We got customer number one, 
who signed the check or signed the, the loan docs and we're giving the money to. But we also have customer number two, which is the real realtors involved on the transaction, listing and buyer side. That's where I apply my focus, man. What am I doing to strengthen my relationships with customer number two? Because the deeper I do, go with cu- customer number two, the more customer number ones, me and the team get the opportunity to, to take on. Um, that's the gist of my day, man. Like it's between that communicating with some of the other partnerships that I have, um, it allows me to apply focus on other money stream activities in, in our life. But man, when you comes to the mortgage day, that's my day. We get in, okay. you set up teams right. going and then it's All me. Right. So, so man, share with me what your team looks like. Dynamics of my team right now have two loan partners. Um, an LOA hybrid customer sales person. So basically they are a customer experience person. So they're like my LOA, do my assistant work, but also she's my head communication piece. She's the face, the shiny star of the customer experience. And that goes leaps and bounds. Like 90% of the reviews that I get all compliment this woman, Robin, we call her bird, but um, everybody compliments bird about how she was, communicating throughout the entire process. That's been a huge asset for me, right? Because from the borrower's perspective, I am always there, even when I'm not there. And they get all the automated milestones from me. And she always sets up that call. Hey, Wes, let me reach out to you and let you know, you know, hey, Wes, let me reach out to you, let you know this. So that is the biggest part of my dynamic is that trio right there. But of course, I have processing. I plug into a marketing um, team too that helps me out. Um, and then just a, a, a strong company that has our back throughout the process. So that's my team, two loan partners, LOA, marketing plug and processing. Wow. That's amazing, man. Now I'm assuming you, you've always had this team set up. <laughs> no, man, no, <laughs> no, no. So and I wish I did sooner, yeah. sooner, but no, yeah. man, this is, um, this is something I just kind of, I, I, I realized yeah. I paid a lot of dummy tax and I was listening to myself more than other people that knew better than me. Yeah. And um, with some guidance, you know, I was able to say, Hey, gosh, man, this works. Yeah. Well, I haven't done this sooner. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome to hear. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Right. We'll yeah. a second. So, uh, so if you've got two loan partners, mm-hmm. right. An LOA, mm-hmm. you have processing, you have a marketing concierge of some kind. What the hell do you do, bro? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I uh, I live life and um, my mindset changed a lot. Like when I first got in this business, like you said, I was, the, I was just like everybody else, man. I was running the 50, 60 hours a week. Um, I was hitting my ceiling every month when you're running a solo show, unless you sacrifice more of something else, there's a ceiling. There's the max that you can possibly do without sacrificing time, without sacrificing memories with your family, um, time with your loved ones, the connections, the friendships. Yeah. You, you, you have to, you have to measure value differently. Right. So like in my mind, it's like, Hey, how do you measure value? Right. For the longest time, I always saw the value measured as dollars. Right. But it's not like that anymore. Right. I measure, I measure value by dollars, obviously the easier way I can get it, but also I measure it by time connections with my kids, memories that we get to make together. That's just as valuable as the dollar that comes in the door, if not more valuable. So absolutely. Absolutely. I love that, man. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that it is also a very important, important point to, to recognize 
that you're probably, and I know this, I shouldn't say probably because I know it to be a fact. And it was a fact for me in my business as well. When, when I learned to get out of the way of myself and start scaling and delegating and hiring and training and, and doing all the things that we needed to do, you're probably, you are working a lot less today than you were two years ago. And you're also making more money. True mm-hmm. or false? That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And so, you know, and for you guys that and ladies that are listening, it's all about working less, making more money, right? Like how do you work it? And it almost sounds as though it's not real or that we're, you know, it's smoke and mirrors, but it's not. It's an ideology that we've embraced. I embraced it a long time ago. I learned it through trial and error. I didn't have coaches to really plug into, so to speak, as I learned this. I just learned it. Now we've put language around it. But but the reality is the the more, the, you know, the more loans I closed, the more I invested in a team of people, right, and grew it and understanding that it was a process. It was one hire at a time. The less work I did, the more money I made. And that sounds like it's not like that's that's not true, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's such a true statement. And and when you start leveling up and you break these these glass ceilings that you have and you break that threshold and you you level up to the next level and you hit the ceiling again, you break that and you look back, you know, and you're like, wow, I've come so far in two years. And you almost think that it's it's almost like, wow, how, how did I do that? You know, um, it's possible. Like it really is possible for people. It's just getting out of the way themselves and and kind of eliminating those, uh, you know, those beliefs that you have that you can't do it or you're not smart enough or my company won't let me do it or whatever your whatever your challenge is, right? So, so I'd ask you, Wes, because I've seen you go through that growth, and it's probably has it been two, maybe three years from uh, it's from, probably been a solid couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's been a solid from, couple of years where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so you tell us, man. So, like, what's the difference from today to two years ago? What would what would the West of today, knowing what you know now, what would you say to the West two or three years ago when you were first starting out? And it was just you, and I think you were working for a bank, right? Well, yeah. So I, I came from a banking background, but sure. um, but I was I mean, so I've been an originator about four and a half years now, actually licensed. And I did it the hard way, like you said, just running at my capacity. If I could go back and tell myself then, hey, man, there is an easier way. It's right in front of you. You ignore it. <laughs> and people are trying to help you make it easier. Start listening to people that know what they're talking about. Right. And I was in one of those situations where like. We all have managers, right? I had a manager, but I did not have a leader, right? And we always right. sometimes have that that trust, that false trust that my manager is my leader, right? Your manager is not always your best leader. So all the managers listen to this. I'm sorry that I just said that, but it's true. So sometimes you have to kind of just go find somebody that it that really that it, that's already done this, right? And just learn from them. And and if if that's the biggest piece of advice I can give myself. Um, I probably would have, it would have, it would have changed a lot. A lot it, I would be much further along than what I am right now if I would listen to that message sooner. So, yeah. you know, you're going to pay for, I tell people this all the time, you're going to pay for it one way or another. You're going to pay for it in time of learning and, and, uh, you know, um, making mistakes and learning and 
doing and then make mistakes, or you're going to pay for it by plugging into someone that's been there, right? And investing money and you're going to pay for it one way or the other. They're going to pay through it for a time and experience, or you can pay for it through money, get the information and then go implement it and probably get there faster. And dude, I'm like, I'm a great example of learning it on my own, right? Like yeah. I learned the hard way. It's much easier just to plug in, get the information, pay for it and, and move forward, in my opinion. And um, if I can touch back on that too, KT, man, yeah. and that, when I was there, um, after my second, my first year, my second year, dude, like, like KT and I are in the, the similar markets, man. Like her medium house price is what? 175, 167, right around there. Yeah, um, hometown USA, baby. Dude, you can be a shining star in a community like this um, pretty quick, mm-hmm. right? And you can get comfortable. In that world, I was comfortable, right? But I knew I, I could... I was built for more. Right. So I could have idled right there. I could have been operating where I was. I could have been comfortable, but man, I was sacrificing time. I was sacrificing energy. I was paying a lot of dummy taxes, man. I was trial and error. Like, does this work? Does this work? Does this work? Does this work? I wanted more, but I just didn't really know how to get it. Right. So, but, um, but I wanted to plug that because at that point, I mean, I was comfortable. I was comfortable, but man, I was just doing all myself. And, uh, there's an easier way to do it. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, man. There's a, there's just a, there's just so many people out there. And we're always about helping people and doing what's best for the for the industry, doing what's best for people, doing what's best for the originators. Like that's what we're about. That's what Next Level is about. You know that we've been in, you know, we've been all across the country together. We've shared stories. You've seen the growth in in yourself. You've seen growth in people. Um, you know, the value in our group is not necessarily me as a coach or any of the other guys as coaches. It's the community that's been created. It's the, it's the authenticity of, Hey man, and guys, like I struggle in my business too. I have challenges inside my business that I have to go back and fine tune and correct and, uh, and implement right and and clean up because as the market shifts, right. You have to shift with it. You have to course what we call course correcting. Mm-hmm. Um, so man, share with us, Wes, a little bit about, so, you know, so you've gone through this transition, you, you were somewhat of a one man band, mm-hmm. Jack of all trades, master of none. You started learning to scale and to delegate and to take these, you know, take these the minutia off of your plate and really focus on the things that made you the most money, right? Because mm-hmm. we understand that 20% of what you do generates 80% of your revenue. And so you've taken the a lot of the loan minutia off of your plate. And so you focus, you know, throughout your week. You say, hey man, I wake up in the morning. I spend time with my family. I get jazzed up and really, you know, um, feed my brain with something positive, whether it's a podcast or a book or whatever it is that you're reading. Uh, and then you go to the office, you meet with your team, you get them lined out for the day, make sure that they don't need anything. Uh, and then you spend the rest of your day doing podcasts, um, you know, uh, focused on marketing projects with your marketing coordinator, uh, brainstorming mm-hmm. and you know, spending time with Julie, spending time with your kids. I know you spend a lot of time with your kids. You took a trip recently for a month, mm-hmm. right? Tell me about that. Like, this is what your day is, right? Like, this is made up. And it wasn't, and it wasn't like that two years ago. Two years ago, you're working. How many hours a work week were you working? Oh, shoot, over 50. Easy. 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 Like, Six, yeah, easy. A weekend, okay. taking those calls, like, open house. I did it all. Like I did it all that everything the new loan officers did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even old loan officers. Even, uh, yeah. Even so. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the reality, 
is, is there's a lot of you out there that are listening who've been in this business for 15 or 20 years and you've been on that path for a long time and you're working, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, you know, it's a long time, man. You know, it's a lot of work. Sometimes the very thing that we're doing, we do it so we're happy, but the very thing that we're doing in our side of our business, working hard is what makes us the most miserable. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you're not taking care of yourself and you're not decompressing, you're not eating right, you're not working out on a consistent basis, I'm big on working out, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we become miserable in that, right? So like, I, I want loan officers, Wes, to have real clarity about really what they're doing, right? Because it's not okay if you're married. You know, how's that working out for you in your, in your marriage? How's that working out? for you in your relationships with your children um, or other family, right? How's that working out for you physically? Like it doesn't work out well. You know, every time I talk to an originator who says, oh man, I'm killing it. I'm getting it while the getting's good. Man, that's good, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying don't work hard, right? I have a team too. And dude, they're busting their asses right now. And I'm doing all I can to take care of them and provide for them and give them all the things that they need and give them the decompression time to give them more money, to bonus them out, to give them incentives, to give them discretionary bonuses, buying their lunch every day, mm -hmm. um, washing their cars, doing the things that I need to do to take care of them, right? During this season, right? But guys, it's not okay to work that hard. It's just not. It's not worth it. And when I see guys like you, Wes, that have taken, you know, lived in that world and we got you out of that world. You did the work, right? We just gave you the map. I mean, it's how you do it, but you implemented it. You did it. You've had a lot of success with it. It's not smoke and mirrors. It's a real way of being inside this industry. And dude, you're living the best life ever. So I want to congratulate you. All right. Thank for you. Thank you. So awesome. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. So tell me about these trips you've been taking. Well, the, uh, I mean, we did the cross country trip all the way across and down the West coast and then back yeah. across. I mean, I stopped, saw you, I saw some of the other, uh, yeah, did, yeah. family across the next level family and friends across the country. But, um, but it was great, man. Like wherever I'm at, flip the laptop over and check in with the team. Um, that was just a disconnect thing for me. It's always been on my to-do list. I would have never made time to do that. Right. Like if I didn't have the systems in place that I have, there is no possible way that I could have disconnected. I didn't even disconnect, but I couldn't have just been on the road working because I'm needed somewhere. Right. But, um, but yeah, it was great. And I mean, we're fortunate, we're blessed and the, I have an amazing team and the biggest thing, if you don't mind, if I can share just a little bit about some of my struggles with the team building. Right. Yeah, man. So like the biggest thing with your team is um, you have to be just as present right? They have to know your plan, what you're working on, what your goals are, because when they're taking a big piece off of your plate, what are you doing to suffice that? And just letting them see the value of what it is that you're building, your focus, what your next level is. Every every level has a next level, right? Hey, that's a little plug for the next level. There you go. Every yeah. level has right. a next level. So what are you doing to help you and the team like go to the next level? And when I was building my team, man, I, I'll share this with you and everybody else. Like my biggest struggle was um, nobody can 
do it as good as I can. Nobody's as good. Nobody's as good as me. Nobody can sell a loan as good as me. Nobody can build a file. Nobody can talk to a client like me. Nobody's as good as me. I had fear of letting go. I had trust issues. Um, I had to work through yes, that. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. So like, yes, it's, I had to, um, I had to give the keys to somebody, man. And like, so if I had to give some advice to somebody that's trying to build what we've built, um, trust people to fail. They will. You failed, right? When oh, we were man. building what we, we failed over and over again. So why, why can't we trust somebody else to fail and learn from those same mistakes? So you got to trust people. They won't be as good as you. I mean, you might, they might be, but man, if they're 90% you, yeah. You got a good system, dude. You got a That's good a win. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, so people. people they don't have to go from zero. I mean, they don't have to they don't have to go from all the way to 100, man. If you can just get them to 70, 80, 90, you yeah. got a 10. You got a 10. Yeah. And yeah. uh just trust people to fail, fear uh race the fear of uh, the fear of just letting go. And then once you get past that, it's good. It's, it's good. good. And you can Absolutely. apply your focus in many different ways, many different ways. Absolutely. Well, okay, brother. Well, man, I appreciate your time, Wes. Um, it's always a pleasure having you um, on our podcast, and just thank you for just sharing and being an example of somebody that's uh, that's gone, that struggled, you know, mm-hmm. and um, in a short period of time has had a lot of success. Um, if anyone uh, wants to get a copy of our playbook, twenty twenty, uh, this is what you do: you text the word playbook twenty twenty to four eight four eight four eight to receive a free copy. Okay, now this playbook is going to give you all the tools and resources you need to uh, have great time management, to stay focused on the tasks that you need to stay focused on, um, the money making activities, the things that bring us the the getting loans, right? Like getting loans. How do we get loans on a consistent basis? This playbook is definitely something that you'll uh, uh, want to get a copy of and uh, just feel free to reach out. Um, our friend Sean Zamanoff, I'm going to give him a plug, man. I'm give him a shout out. I know he's always on our podcast and uh, he unplugged and he's on a 30 day trip traveling in an RV with his family. And uh, I know he's just enjoying the heck out of himself right now. And uh, I've been seeing the Facebook post and all those things. And it's just awesome to see. And so a uh, little love to Sean. Uh, I know you can't be on the podcast these next couple of weeks, but uh, we love you, man. And I certainly appreciate you as always, and uh, just want to give you a little bit of love and attention because I don't do that. So anyway, hope you guys make it a great day. And uh, Wes, thank you again. Thank you. uh, Thank you. Anytime. On the other side. See you guys.